You're listening to Creative Thursday, episode number 318. Welcome to Creative Thursday with Marisa Ann Cummings. We're talking all things life, business, and creativity with a special focus on helping artists confidently and consistently sell their creations to their ideal collectors online. Intended to inspire and empower you wherever you are on your creative journey, both personally and professionally. Enjoy and thank you for listening. It's Marisa here with you for part two of the energy of selling your art. If you are just listening to this episode, I highly recommend that in this case, you not listen to them out of order. So just quickly go back and listen to episode number 317, which was part one, and then come back over to episode number 318, because you will miss, you will miss what we're going to dive into in this episode. So, so please on the honor system, go back and listen to that so that this one makes a whole lot of sense. And let's, let's dive in. So the first episode was around awareness and how we can't create any transformation in our life if we are not first aware of what we are, in this case, believing, right? You may have heard this term. We talk about it more frequently, your beliefs. What are your beliefs? Technically, they are, can be habits of thoughts that are, that you think over and over that become your beliefs and your beliefs feel really real. If you actually begin to uncover them, you may realize that they're not founded in as much fact as you once thought they were, that you, like all of us, grew up in a certain environment that's different for everyone. Your parents are typically the first people to influence your environment, could be your siblings, could be your teachers, could be other caretakers, and you begin to assimilate, adopt their beliefs. That's what you're you're learning, right? And then at some point in your life, usually when you're a teenager, you get real salty. You start pushing against those beliefs just to begin establishing your own identity. And some of those beliefs are wonderful and they serve you well. This isn't about blaming anyone in our past, but this is about growing into our growing into ourselves even more fully embracing our individuality and saying, if these are the goals, the dreams, the wishes I have in my life, do these beliefs serve that greater vision or do they hurt it? And once you get clear on that, that's when you begin to change and transform. Well, that's when you begin the practice of of transformation. It is a practice. So I left you last week with seven questions and I did not give you, I did not quote unquote, lead the witness last week. 
because I wanted you to answer them without any preconceived notions about where we might be going with this. But in this episode, that's why I really want you to go back and listen to the first one first so that you can really be with your own thoughts around the answers to those questions. I'm going to read them and talk to you about the belief that's typically associated with them with the now hundreds, if not, well, thousands of artists that I've worked with over the years, there are definitely patterns that we experience. As a reminder, no judgment, not for me, not from you to you. This is about the awareness and this is about beginning to transform these beliefs unless you don't want to, and that's okay too. Um, We're probably not a great fit as podcaster and podcast listener because all of these beliefs that I'm going to share with you that are very common do not serve a creative who wants to build a thriving business. How do I know that? Because I had them at one point as well. Uh, I just managed to muscle my way through them. And I was also very aware and conscious as I was building my business. And then I went and sought professional help from therapists, coaches, mentors, and continue that work to this day. Because at some point I, it was feeling really challenging to muscle my way through this myself. So I asked you, how do you feel when you're being sold to? Here's typically how many people feel. They don't like it. Their response is, I don't like being sold to. Then I ask, how do you feel about selling what you do? And uh, very often people feel like selling is slimy. Then I was asking, how do you feel about people who appear, right? We had a we had a footnote, a side note, an asterisk, because we don't know if you don't know someone, if you do know someone who is genuinely confident um, in, in really being themselves and they're also successful in their career and business, how do you feel about them? You know, if successful, empowered people agitate you or make you envious or jealous, then we want to talk about that also. And I, I put envy and jealousy because I was curious myself. A lot of times we interchange these words and they are not, they have distinct meanings. Envy is that painful feeling of wanting what someone else has, like attributes or possessions. And uh, jealousy is if you feel threatened, protective, or fearful of losing your position or situation to someone else. Really interesting distinction, right? And so you might have one or the other, you might have both. And uh, so... I also asked about how do you feel about social media? Usually, usually that I ask this question in one of my masterclasses and it's usually people do not like social media. And by people, I mean artists do not like social media or there's a love hate that has often been my approach to it. Uh, I've also asked how you feel about email marketing, getting and sending emails And typically that one is if you're bothered, you know, by emails, how will you confidently send them? Most people are worried about bothering someone else with emails. And a lot of people are like, I get too many emails. Okay. Do you not have a discernment of, or ability to delete them or unsubscribe? You do. 
And how do you feel about your work? I ask you that as well. And very often, I would say this one's less often. I would say the really wonderful positive side to this is that most people are excited about their work because when we make art, we connect to that highest part of ourselves. And I think it brings us to an, into a very grounded space and it feels really good. And, and that is more the truth than a lot of these beliefs that you just hear people rattle off. And if you're hearing people rattle it off, you want to look at if they're living a life that you want to emulate. And if they don't have a business, if they're not an artist, if they're not an online business owner, let's just not listen to their opinions on this. Okay. That's, that's a real simple tip number one, but ultimately we're not seeking other people's opinions. We're seeking to feel empowered in ourselves. We are seeking to trust ourselves, our own guidance, our own intuition. That's where, that's where I stand on this. I always say as a mentor, I'm here as a coach, I'm here to reflect back the possibilities that you have already within you and call you forward to that. And I'm also here to help you potentially, uh, you know, shine a light on something that, that you may not have been aware of. So when we're talking about selling and your instant reaction, if you're being honest, is I don't like selling feels slimy and I don't like when people sell to me. I would say, have you ever had a time where you bought something that you were so excited and loved? Someone sold it to you. That didn't bother you. Also, have you ever told someone about something that you love, that you're passionate about, and you are, you know, you cannot wait to tell someone else about it? You're selling. Uh, I forgot to add that one of the questions was also, how do you feel about people who make money? doing what they love and who make a lot of money. There is, everyone has, you know, you might be okay with, yes, it's so inspiring seeing people make money doing what they're, what they love. What if they're charging a lot for that? Is that agitating for you? Uh, Activating? What if people are making millions and millions and millions of fill in the blank of your currency dollars? Doing art, doing something creative. Is that activating for you? Barbie just crossed $1 billion in the box office at the time I'm recording this. If Greta Gerwig has a percentage of that, how do you feel about it? I'm personally super psyched for her. I love that she broke a record as a female director. It's incredible. But that's an example of a very big sales number. And, you know, where are we in in the lineup? And yes, I know there are inequities uh, happening in the entertainment industry currently. A lot of the creatives are on strike and these inequities need to be negotiated 100%. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm just talking about when bigger numbers get involved, What? how do you feel about that? Do you instantly assume everyone's greedy? Do you instantly assume that everyone was unscrupulous to get that money? Just, it may not even be something you're thinking about, but if you're being honest with yourself, 
And I'm not there. I'm not there to ask you these questions or hear you. you just write them down for you. Be honest. And when you're excited about something and you're selling that and you share that in the world, then that, how is that any different from attaching money to it and doing the same thing? Depending upon your beliefs around money, and we're not, we're not going all the way into that, but depending upon your beliefs around money, this is going to greatly impact your ability to confidently sell what you do. So what we would say, the reason I asked the statement about what other people are doing is that that is very often a reflection of you. If you have the belief that the only way to make money is by being a slimy salesperson, by bothering people with emails, by constantly posting on social media, and maybe you think everyone posting is being fake, and you think that those skills are necessary to make a living with your art, but you feel that being a person of integrity or wanting to be more genuine or being a person that doesn't need a lot of money, whatever your beliefs around money, that's that's for you to decide. Some people want a lot of money. Some people want what they need to survive and then a little extra. That's individual. But Let's assume that you are looking at all of these areas and that's how you're feeling. Can you see how it could be challenging for you to sell with the beliefs that you have to be something entirely different from what you are? There's a conflict there and it's where there are these underlying conflicts that create the resistance that leads to the procrastination that keeps us from sending one more email. As an example, that keeps us from raising our prices. Ultimately, on the part about your work, you know, if you're not excited about your work, that's one of the most important pieces because selling is as much, you know, offering value in exchange for, in this case, dollars for money, yes. But it's about how you feel about that value that ultimately that you bring that gets translated out energetically. And if these aren't conversations you've had or are having or have thought of before, I'm going to invite you to think about it at that next level. I'm going to add a side note here because I, like I said, I've lived a lot of this. Sometimes you can also be very excited about your work. You can price it in a way that feels really good to you. And there can just be a mismatch of who you're selling the work to. You can have everything in order in terms of your beliefs, your energy, your everything. If you don't get it in front of the right audience at the, at the right time, it can seem like your energy is off, but actually you're still growing to attract the right audience. And you'll often see that when people begin to transition in their careers or in their evolve or transition as artists, that's where that shift will happen. 
And so I just want to highlight that as a possibility as well. But typically what I have found is that these beliefs that I just shared with you, like not liking selling, um, being bothered, thinking we're being sold to when really someone is giving you an opportunity that you can choose to take or not in any given moment. Are there greedy people? Are there slimy salespeople? Are there disingenuous, dishonest people? Of course. Does that mean that only those people succeed? Uh, and, And they do. Those people do succeed. They do. Yeah, I know some of them. Um, They'll even give lip service to all of these beliefs. And then when it comes down to it, they won't actually be that person. It's pretty wild. And that's disappointing when you find that in the world. But that does not mean that you can't be who you want to be and make equal amounts of money, have equal success, have everything that you want and you desire to sell in a way that feels right for you. but. We do have to sell. We do. We do let people know what we have to offer that is of value, is available for them to purchase. And that energy exchange is really, really valuable to be paid for our work, for what we do. Also think about when you are, this is an additional bonus question, when you are Paying someone for their services, are you begrudging about it? Are you like, oh, are they worth it? (laughs) This or that? Or are you, if you're going out to eat, are you you feeling appreciation for the work that's gone into the meal that you've created? Are you feeling appreciation for the person who's helping you? Are you feeling appreciation for the art that you're buying? These are all nuances to the same conversation. And if your beliefs are not aligned with the vision of not only what it takes, but where you want to go in business or where you want to go in business and what it takes to get there, because there are practical action steps that help you get to where you want to go, right? You can't just create art and put it in your drawer and then magically think about someone buying it and someone will. You have to take the steps of putting it out into the world. If there is a conflict there, that is going to make it more challenging for you to take those steps that will actually result in the success that you're looking for. So we really want to take a look at those feelings around selling in general, around making money, around having money, around Uh, the benefits of social media. And yes, has social media caused a lot of problems? It has, but you can learn to use it as a tool. Um, Your emails, are they, do you imagine them being received with joy and excitement? Or do you imagine them being received by a bothered person who really ideally you don't want on your email list? We can go on and on about this. But I hope that just highlighting these beliefs for yourself is helpful. And then we will be back with part three of the energy of selling your art in episode 319. And before I sign off, and I'll put a link in the show notes, be sure 
to join us for Small Studio Sunday, speaking of, and cheering on fellow artists at smallstudiosundayinvite.com, which reminds me, I don't think in this one I addressed if successful or empowered people make you envious, like you wish you had what they have, that can be a good sign and that this is what I want, right? Then you want to look at if you believe it's possible for you. If you begin telling yourself a whole bunch of stories like, well, they're younger, they had more advantages, um, they make more commercial art, they're prettier, their body is thinner, whatever it is that you want to say. We say a lot of these things that just, it's, it's ridiculous when you think about it. We make all these decisions around what makes someone successful. And all we're doing is we're just impeding our own success. We're just channeling the energy that we could be putting towards our own fulfilling path. And we are using it to justify why we aren't there. And that is a conflict in itself. So it's okay to feel those things. And the all it, all you want to do with that is take it as a sign that yes, you are indeed uh, ready for that, wanting that, and appreciate that the person you're observing is demonstrating that as a possibility for you. That is a really powerful shift. And I will bring more of those shifts examples into our next episode in episode 319 for part three. Until next time, thank you for listening. Creative Thursday is recorded by me, Marisa. You can find all things Creative Thursday at creativethursday.com and learn about how I can support you in building and growing your thriving artist business at creativethursdaycourses.com. Be sure to hit subscribe to get the next episode as soon as it drops. And if this episode has inspired you, share it with a friend and fellow creative and leave a positive review so that more listeners can be introduced to the Creative Thursday message and mission to empower artists to know their worth, value their work, and consistently artfully sell to their ideal collectors online so that they can make more beautiful art all in support of living a life they love Coming together as a creative community, we uplift and support one another while encouraging and being an example for more people all over the world to dream big and believe in what is possible for them.